Yo! Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Welcome to the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Same dope podcast, same whack-ass Dallas Cowboys. Your boy is on fire to start the new year. Fuck all the bullshit, the pleasantries, the introductions. Hit them with that fucking theme music. somebody spit in. I just would like to say to all of you, kiss my ass, you rotten motherfuckers. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go home and put some water in Buck Nasty's mama's dish. Good evening. And I mean that from the bottom, the dark side of these motherfucking nuts. All you motherfuckers taking laps. Swimming, treading water, doing the backstroke, the breaststroke, freestyling, whatever the fuck you are in the pool that is my uh, uh, immense despair. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, it gets worse. When the season ends, the season ended despicably, horribly, disgustingly, and I felt like I was, I was, I was free. I was free. Then the Cowboys go and finally make the announcement that Jason Garrett is, is gone. I'm ticket taping. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm turning trash cans over out in the parking lot. I'm, sh- I'm shooting off fireworks. Starting fires. Turning cars over. Celebrating like it was a motherfucking new year, which it was in more ways than one. Only to be kicked in the nuts once again this morning. With the unbearable, disgusting news that we replaced Jason Garrett with just another fat fucking Jason Garrett. Mike 
worthless ass McCarthy is the new Dallas Cowboys head coach. Even when the season is over, Jerry Jones continues to kick me in the motherfucking nuts. Here we go again. Another two, three, four, five years of eight and eight, seven and nine bullshit. When everything should be about the teams that are still playing, everybody's focused. And I tried. I tried to just enjoy these playoffs now. My misery is over. It's done. I can move on. I can start the healing process. No. Because I was certain Urban Meyer's coming. Urban Meyer's going to come bring, usher in a new era. The whole league is moving towards a, a new era of coaches, a new breed of younger forward-thinking coaches. Not my guy. What does he do? He goes and gets an old fucking coach who couldn't get it done with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He won one Super Bowl. I'll give him that. Nine years ago, he won a Super Bowl. It's more than Jason Garrett's done. It's more than the Cowboys have done in 25 fucking years. But that's all he did with the greatest quarterback to come along in a long fucking time with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got sick of this motherfucker. Couldn't stand him no more. Said this motherfucker is archaic. He's out here running old school shit. This motherfucker's out here running Tecmo Super Bowl plays. These motherfuckers know what the fuck we're doing before we're even doing it. I need this motherfucker out. Got his wish. They hired some some young buck to come in there. Matt Lafleur comes in there, and they're twelve and four now. And they got the fucking first. They got a buy. They got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Now I think they're highly overrated, but still, they're the worst thirteen and three team I've ever seen. But still, they're thirteen and three, and they're still in the playoffs. And what do the Cowboys do? They interview two motherfuckers, Marvin Lewis. And John, and John, I wish John McCarthy, I wish they hired John McCarthy, not Mike McCarthy. I wish they hired Big John McCarthy, the UFC, the longtime mixed martial arts extraordinaire referee. I wish they hired him. He probably knows more about football. He could probably at least put the right people in place. But we got this fat, um, swollen, inflamed, diabetes ridden ass motherfucker who might not even make it through the preseason and that would be a fucking blessing in disguise as our motherfucking head coach ain't that a motherfucking bitch it's the sixth day of the new year and I'm over here trying to enjoy my off season and I can't fucking do it the wounds they'll never heal they're just not gonna heal because Jerry Jones won't let them they're festering gangrene ridden lose a limb type shit cut the fucking limb type shit and this shit ain't funny homies this shit ain't cool this shit ain't okay and this shit sure as fuck ain't sweet I'll tell you that much I'm over here the only thing I have to hang on to is that the fucking eagles got their motherfucking uh, packing slips yesterday I'm sorry homies I never meant to hurt you I never meant to make you cry, but today you're cleaning out your lockers. Carson Wentz goes down, hurt his little head, over there with headaches. Now, I wasn't cheering. I tell you, I don't, I don't root for injuries. I want to play motherfuckers at 100%. I don't want them to have any excuses. 
they'd have got their ass kicked anyways with, with Carson Wentz in there. I've been telling y'all about Carson Wentz uh, ever since he came into the fucking league. He's played nine minutes of a fucking playoff game. He couldn't last nine minutes. You can call it a dirty hit from Jadavion Clowney. I don't. But you can call it whatever the fuck you want. But it doesn't change the fact that this motherfucker still hasn't played in a motherfucking playoff game. Y'all paid him a hundred and some odd fucking million dollars and he can't last nine fucking million, nine more, uh, Nine minutes. He's played nine minutes longer in the playoff game, in the playoffs, than I have. Nine minutes. That's it. Been in the league for four fucking years. He's played nine minutes longer in the playoffs than I have. So that was a beautiful sight. But I'm telling you right now, the fucking Seahawks, y'all ain't shit. You're over there fucking, uh, 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 fucking laughing it up, yucking it up like you fucking did something. These motherfuckers had, had, had fucking... The, the, the Eagles had dudes that were, were seasonal UPS workers last week delivering packages for fucking Christmas that are now all of a sudden on their motherfucking team. And y'all out here celebrating like you, like you fucking accomplished some shit. Y'all, y- y'all fucking let these motherfuckers Anthony Bourdain hang around the entire motherfucking game. 17 to 9? Y'all couldn't put that weak ass team out of, out of, out of fucking commission? You had this wounded fucking animal just laying there, and you couldn't even fucking shoot it in the motherfucking heads. You kept fucking missing from point-blank range. Couldn't put it out of its misery. You let Josh McCown or whoever the fuck that was out there, who was actually better than Wentz, hang around the entire fucking game. And you know what? If he hadn't have been a 40-year-old man trying to, trying to scramble like he was Lamar Jackson, y'all would have lost that fucking game. And I'll come out and I'll admit some shit. I had a horrible, horrible wild card round of picks. Uh, the golden picks were pewter. Were, were fucking dust. I got one game. I picked the Titans. That was it. I picked the Bills. Lost that shit. I picked the Eagles. I picked the fucking Eagles because it was like some Eagle type shit to go and win that fucking game. And they could have. They lost that shit. Uh, and then I picked... I picked the Saints, and that would that was a fucking bad maneuver too, and, and you know the 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 Vikings will follow up just like they did a couple years ago when they when they won that uh, Minneapolis miracle, wherever the fuck it was. They followed it up the next week against the Rams and laid a motherfucking egg. They'll do the exact same thing against the 49ers. They'll get their motherfucking asses kicked next week. I'm telling y'all that right now. But the story of the day is the Dallas Cowboys. I'm up here. I got I got ESPN on in the background. I'm seeing this fat. Pud, wanking ass motherfucker, uh, you know, for the Packers, now the ninth head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm just, I can't fucking take it no more, homies, I, I, it was seven in the morning, I have a nice little uh, Dallas Cowboy display up on my, my, my little mantle here next to my TV and shit, uh, Funko Pops and, and all sorts of McFarlane, like um, figurines and shit of Dak, Zeke, Emmett, uh, I, I got one of Romo up there, thrown, thrashed, uh, throttled, slammed against the wall, stomped on, destroyed at 7 in the motherfucking morning. Now, I haven't had that kind of outrage uh, since since Thanksgiving. Since Thanksgiving. That was uh, one of the few times that in the Bears game that I actually went ape shit this year. But here I am in the offseason. We, we, we in fucking Cabo already, and I'm over here having... Fitz throwing tantrums and shit. Forced to. I don't know what to make of this shit. You had Urban fucking Meyer out there wanting to be a Dallas Cowboy head coach. 
uh, uh, not just a uh, not like a Lincoln Riley, a guy who's you know uh, not really proven, had a couple good years, uh, had a couple good quarterbacks, can't coach a lick of motherfucking defense, gave up like 142 points in that fucking bowl game last weekend. Not that dude. You had Urban Meyer. You had a dude who went to three different programs and made them all motherfucking winners. Made Utah a, a, a fucking contender. Went went to Florida. Won championships back to back. Went to went to Ohio State. Won championships. Had Zeke. Could have came back and reunited with Zeke, a man who knows how to use Zeke, which we got away from this whole year. A fucking innovator. A fresh mind. And you go with this dusty ass, fat fucking, Humpty Dumpty looking ass motherfucker. He looks like uh, Henry Hunter's fucking pappy. You know who Henry Henry Hunter is? He's that retarded infant looking ass fucking tight end for the Chargers. And I don't mean to say the R word. I'm sorry. I got fired up. But he looks like he has Down syndrome. Go Google Henry Hunter. Go Google him. He's a tight end for the fucking Chargers. Mike McCarthy, this cross-eyed motherfucker. Looks like he's his motherfucking pappy. Illegitimate. Bastard son. Now he's my motherfucking head coach. And I gotta be motherfucking happy about it. I go from the highest of motherfucking highs. Just days ago, finding out that finally. And this motherfucker Jerry, this motherfucking Jerry Jones wanted to keep this asshole. Everybody, uh, Stephen Jones, his son, had to, had to beg him. This is the same motherfucker that wanted to draft Johnny Manziel instead of Zach Martin. Zach Martin's a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame offensive lineman who, who completely turned around uh, our entire philosophy when it came to drafting. Jerry wanted to take Johnny Manziel. Stephen Jones said, nah, fuck all that, son. Brought out the chloroform, chloroform rag, put it around Jerry's mouth, tucked him away in the motherfucking closet. Ran over there, made his own pick. Jerry woke up, said, hey, I, didn't, I don't know what the fuck happened. You got, you got fucking woozy, son, but we, we, we took Zach Martin. Jerry stomped around, threw a fit, shit in his hand, threw it all over the motherfucking little, little suite that they had. And now looked at, look at it. Turned out great. But this motherfucker, the best thing that happened to the Dallas Cowboys this year is they lost to the Eagles that second game. Because had they made the playoffs, if Jerry had this much difficulty Coming to grips because he was on the verge of, of giving him an extension, motherfuckers. At 8-8, eight and eight, missing the playoffs. If they had actually made the playoffs, much less beat the Seahawks, which they would have easily done because the Seahawks ain't about a fucking thing. If they would have actually made it to the playoffs and, oh, God forbid, won a playoff game, Jason Garrett would be our head coach still. And you know what the bitch of it is? The irony of all of this is, is now... This motherfucker did the one thing that could make me wish that Jason Garrett was still our motherfucking head coach. All you did was hire a brunette, fatter version of the same motherfucker. The same boring, thumb-twiddling, bullshit-ass coach you could fucking find. I'd rather have that perennial loser uh, 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 Marvin Lewis who's 0-18 in the goddamn playoffs after 20 years with the fucking Bengals. At least he took the fucking Bengals to the playoffs. That's a trash-ass squad. He took them at least seven, eight times. He never won a playoff game, but fuck it. Jason Garrett only won two. Not that much difference. At least, at least Marvin Lewis coached a fucking all-time great defense to a Super Bowl with the Ravens. I would take that more than this. 
You hired motherfucking. You you interviewed Marvin Lewis and 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 Mike McCarthy, and that's it. That's it. That's some bullshit. That's some motherfucking bullshit. Now I'm stuck with another fucking several years of bullshit. And I know what this is going to. This this dude's going to be gone in two to three years. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I'm telling y'all motherfuckers. The Cowboys will not make the playoffs under John, uh, under John McCarthy. Keep calling him John McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Wishful thinking with the John McCarthy. That would have been outside the box thinking. That would have been innovative thinking from Jerry Jones to hire John McCarthy, big John McCarthy, to be our coach, knocking the other motherfucking coaches out at, at, you know, before the games, after the games, throwing fucking triangle chokes on them and shit. That would have been throwing them in guillotines. You imagine them going over to Belichick and just fucking throwing a, a nasty-ass darsh choke on them at midfield? That's some, that's some innovation. That's what I'm looking for. But no, we got Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. The, the fucking son that nobody wanted. His fucking parents swaddled him up and left him on the doorstep of a fucking fire department. Somehow he made the most out of the least and he's in the NFL some fucking how. Now he's my motherfucking coach. <sighs> Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Happy fucking New Year's. What else did we have? Moving right the fuck along. Uh, it was a, it was a good it was a good wild card playoffs. It was some dope ass games. The wackest game was last night with the with with the Seahawks and, and the and the Eagles. The Seahawks ain't shit. Um, they're gonna get their asses completely uh, kicked by a really whack ass Green Bay team. I'm looking I'm looking over there at the at the Niners and, and, and the Vikings. Whoever wins that game is gonna walk away with the with the Super Bowl bid. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins came out and finally, finally, finally got over the motherfucking hump, homie. Stroking and stroking and stroking and finally got the bust a motherfucking nut. Finally, homie. Finally. It's like homie finally made his way to 7-Eleven with the little, 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 little twirly, little diddly dad uh, next to the register with all the little dick pills. Finally found him, popped a few, finally busted off his fucking rocks and, and won a fucking playoff game, a big game. And had some big throws down the stretch. Uh, Saints, they ain't shit. They got to figure out what the fuck they're going, they're going to do now. Drew Brees ain't that dude no more. Homie's out there just literally just dropping the ball with four minutes left. Like literally just up. Like it, like it was hot or some shit. Like it, it was a hot plate in it. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He, he turned into Melvin Gordon wanted to start dribbling the fucking ball all of a sudden. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. He, he forgot what fucking sport he was playing. You would have thought he was Carson, Carson Wentz getting his head bashed in the way he was fucking playing. So... Um, they ain't shit. Um, I'm gonna take the 49ers. They're at home. Their defense, that that defensive line is it, when when it shows up. Um, you know what? Uh, not what the 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 other Bosa, Nick Bosa. He's over there. They got they got a solid defense. You know they had a couple. You know against the Saints where they gave up 50 points or close to 50 points, 45 I think it was. Uh, they gave up 31 um, to the Seahawks I think. You know the the week after that. So their defense has shown some cracks recently. Their offense is still not great. I'm still not sold on Garoppolo, um, but I'll take his dick game. You know he's out there smashing all kinds of porn star Betty's. Uh, he's fucking slanging nuts willy nilly all over the motherfucking place. And and, and, and you know uh, Nick Pre uh, or uh, um what's his cousins, Kurt Primo. That's what we call him in Southern Cal- Kurt Primo, Kurt Cousins right there. 
uh, he ain't shit. His dick game ain't, ain't ain't touching Garoppolo's dick game. So I'm gonna go by by shooters. Who's got the who's got the better shooter game, the best stroke game? I'm gonna go with that. Uh, I'm gonna go with that Jimmy G smooth long stroke uh, as opposed to that that short stuttery uh, uh, Morris Code type stroke that is Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm gonna take the 49ers. I'm gonna take the 49ers and Green Bay for the NFC title. I'm gonna take the 49ers to represent uh, a team that was a, a fucking losing ass squad last year i think they got a top five pick this year that's how they ended up with nick bosa or last year um so you know from from nothing to something just like that and the cowboys haven't been able to do it for 25 fucking years and what did they do they go they went and hired a young coach in shanahan uh of course his pat his pappy you know was a long time nfl coach so we had that kind of breed uh you know but still they went with a younger guy and he got it he's getting it fucking done um, you had, you had Lynch come in there up and, uh, you know, be the GM and go in there and make some innovative hires. And now look at him on the other side. Um, man, the Titans, man, they can run the motherfucking ball. I thought there was no way they were going to lose to the Patriots. I wasn't surprised at all. That wasn't a fucking surprise to me. Uh, that was the only game I picked right the whole, whole fucking week. Um, the Patriots, Dunskies. I even thought maybe the Cowboys could go out there and make some real fucking splashes and go get Belichick. I thought they could do that. No. They didn't even try that shit. Um, and then you had, uh, who else did we have? Um, so now we got, let's pull this shit up. I don't even remember who else we had. We had um, Texans, the Texans, the Texans and the Bills played. That's right. Um, and that was a close game. Uh, I told y'all before, uh, during the season, any quarterback with the last name Allen is triggity trash. Um, Josh Allen, uh, looked good in the first half and then he completely and utterly, I don't know what happened. Um, at halftime, uh, they started passing out the moron juice. They started, you know, filling up those Gatorade bottles with the moron juice and squirting in his mouth. He, he started playing like a complete nimrod, a fucking nincom fucking poop. Um, and he, he shit the fucking bed. He looked, he looked stupid out there. He looked, he looked, fucking stupid that's all you can say for that guy um he threw that fucking game away 16 to nothing lead blown texans ain't shit they just ain't shit i'm sorry uh that offense with with those with those wide receivers and that quarterback they still they don't click they don't they 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 give too many drives away too many you know punting and and they're just not that great man they look good but on paper but they're really not that defense it it can show up from time to time especially now that jj watts back out there you know getting pressure on the quarterback and stuff like that but i'm not buying into them um, I'm going to take definitely take the Ravens, and I'm definitely going to take uh, the Chiefs. I'm going to have the Chiefs and the Ravens, which we've all been having. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens versus the Niners. We're going to have a, a rematch like we did against the Harbaugh Bowl a few years ago when Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback and um, the other Har- Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, who, who another name I would have thrown out there. I would have taken John Harbaugh. I don't give a fuck if he struggled a little bit over there at Michigan. I'd have taken him. Anybody but John motherfucking McCarthy. Fuck, man. So th- those are my fucking picks. That's what I'm putting out here um, going forward. Um, Marshawn Lynch came back. Homie looked like Rampage Jackson. Uh, you know, if you didn't see that fight, I forgot all about that shit. Uh, Rampage Jackson versus Fedor, which was pretty much CeeLo Green versus Fedor. <laughs> if you saw that shit a couple weeks ago. Uh, homeboy Rampage Jackson came out looking fat 
fat as fuck. He looked like two Andy Ruiz's put together, like smashed together in like an Oreo cookie or some shit. He looked fucking outrageous. Homie looked like he was pushing 300 pounds, no bullshit. Uh, and, you know, Marshawn Lynch, he had a couple nice runs, so I, I won't give him the Rampage. Yeah, But he, at first, the first game, he kind of looked like Rampage Jackson coming out there and shit, looking, looking lost and, and, and such. Um, but uh, fuck it. Let's move right along. We got some fight talk to get into. We haven't, we really haven't had a, a UFC card in a minute. I mean, we had that Korean Zombie versus Frankie Edgar. That was the last one. That was like right before Christmas, and, and here we are, a few weeks into the new year, and we ain't got shit. We got the next one is is Conor McGregor versus Don, Donald Cerrone. And to be honest with y'all, it's a whack ass card. Other than the main event, other than the main event, you got Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington. Who gives a fuck? You got Ra- Raquel Pennington is the Jason Garrett of the UFC. She's like fucking. Nothing. I mean, she's just boring. She's like a, a, a fucking uh, 500 type fighter. Just, just you know, average as fuck in every type of way. You got Holly Holm over here who's the most scared, you know, fighter I've ever seen. She fights so scared. Um, she's got a lot of talent. She should have done a lot better than she did against... Uh, Against Cyborg, uh, against uh, Nunes, uh, against both of those, but she against uh, Durandamy. All those fights are fights that she lost because she came out there and fought tentative and scared, and, and you can see it on her face. She can't even hide it well. Um, so that's the co-main event. You got Rock. I don't even know who to take on this shit. Raquel Pennington. She can get in there. She can make it an ugly fight, tie her up, put her against the cage, maybe take her down, uh, do some kind of, you know, like Randy Couture type, you know, uh, dirty boxing on the inside. I think Holly Holm should be able to outpoint her from the outside on the feet, uh, should, but uh, who knows how that is, how that's going to go. Uh, Alexi Olenek, uh, he's a little motherfucker. I think he's a deal with all the, 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 um, the little... Um, the chokes from the top, Ezekiel chokes. He's the dude that, that'll that get you an Ezekiel choke from the bottom. He'll choke you out from you being on in the mount versus Maurice Green. I don't know who that is. Claudia, Claudia Gadelia's fighting Alexa Grosso. That's a nice little fight right there. Uh, who knows what to expect from Claudia. She hasn't fought in a while. I think she took like a year off. Alexa Grosso's a you know, little, little up-and-comer chick. I'll take I'll take Claudia because she can get the takedowns. Anthony Pettis is fighting Diego Ferreira. I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't know if he's related to that fuckboy uh, referee that called those tripping penalties against the Cowboys uh, against uh, the Patriots a few weeks ago go um if he is fuck him i'll take anthony pettis even though anthony pettis ain't that great um and that's pretty much it that's the card homies that's it let's, let's check on these prelims that roxanne uh, come on macy barber's gonna win that fight andre Feely's a tough dude uh sadiq yusuf uh i've seen him fight once he's pretty solid um drew Do- uh, drew dober's a mo- little motherfucker um that that's really it man so let's just get into the main event conor mcgrath we've waited for weeks for this shit i don't know but anyways, you got Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. I'm back and forth on this fight, man. Um, if this goes past the second round, it's going to be all Cowboy. If Cowboy comes out here and mixes up some takedowns, it gets Conor McGregor on the ground and makes Conor McGregor have to work. Uh, his guard game, we know, is not good. He, he closes his guard and just begs for, to be stood up. He has no real guard game to speak of no, from his back. Um, he did some work you know, against Max uh, Holloway back in the day from the top after he blew his knee out. Uh, that was impressive. 
But uh, since then, you know, he's been taken down by Chad Mendez and got dominated. He's been taken down by uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. We all know what happened there. Um, Cowboy, the smart thing to do. I know he's been saying people want to see me stand and bang, so that's what he's going to do. Hopefully, that's just some misdirection. He's going to come out here and fight a smart fight and try to actually win the fight. Because if he takes Conor McGregor down, at least, you know, threatens, makes him fight off some takedowns, he's going to wear his ass out quick. Especially at 170 pounds, uh, Conor looks like he's carrying a lot more muscle. He's big. He's going to get, he already has a gas tank problem. Adding muscle only adds to that. Trust me on that. This is more fuel. You, you, have, to, you have to fuel more, uh, more parts, bigger body. You have to use more fuel to, 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 to get it going, to keep it going. Uh, I don't like it. This was at 155 pounds. I'd like it a lot more for Conor McGregor. I'm still going to pick Conor McGregor. Only because Cowboy is so motherfucking hittable. I've never seen this guy slip a punch. I told y'all the last time he fought, I, I just want to see him uh, slip one. I want to see him move his head one time. Uh, his head stays directly in the middle, whatever he throws, however he throws. Um, and Connor should be able to land some left hands like that and change the tide of this fight. And, you know, Cowboy's been finished recently a few times at 170 pounds. Masvidal dominated his ass. Darren Till dominated his ass. Um, you know, Connor, this is this is a lose lose for Connor because if he wins, he's he's he thinks he can fucking sit there and bang at 170 pounds. He don't want no part of Jorge Masvidal. He sure as figgy fuck don't want no part of uh, Kamaru Usman. He sure as figgy fuck don't want no part of Kobe Covington. These dudes will beat his motherfucking ass. All of them, all of them will beat his motherfucking ass. He's lost if he thinks he's he he's gonna come in there at 170 pounds. So it's almost better if he loses this fight because maybe he'll go down to 155 pounds. Um, but I think he's going to win. He's going to make a terrible decision. He, he fights with ego. I mean, this dude is now 30 years old. He's not this 24-year-old brash young lad. You got to grow up. You got to start using your fucking mind. You got to start looking at things differently. This guy still has that ego. He just won't let it go. He still thinks he just want, he's going to go out there and knock people out with left hands. You're not knocking anybody out at 170 pounds. Conor McGregor isn't knocking anybody out probably at 155 pounds. If you want to go go back to getting knocking people out, go back to 145 and fight Volkanovski. That's a fight he can win that's a good fight he should go down oh he's too big now to cut all that weight it could be done definitely could be done he's done it before he could do it again um it's just a weight watching your weight you could get down to 155 150 pounds just just on diet alone and then cut the rest um that takes a lot more discipline than he's probably willing to do you know, with all that money in the bank that he's got um what i'm going to need to see from conor mcgregor's i'm going to need to see uh Actually use that lead hand. Jab with it. Don't leave it out there as a pawing. Uh, he just likes to, now he's gotten into the habit of using it out there as like a, a measuring tool. And then he just leans on his left hand. He just sits there and telegraphs left, hand, left hands, hunts for him. You see him falling over his, his lead leg, reaching for it, reaching, reaching. That's what got him caught against uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Reaching for that left hand, pawing with that right hand, uh, the jab hand, um, not threatening with it at all. You got to pump that thing. You got to make Donald Cerrone, uh, you know, back up a little. You got to make him at least respect it and have to defend it in some way, and then land that left hand. I want to see some markage, like when he fought Marcus Brimage, his first fight in the UFC. When he fought uh, uh, Max Holloway. When he fought Dennis Seaver. When he fought uh, Chad Mendes. I want to see angles. I want to see him angling off of his hooks. I want to see him throwing combinations, not just ones or twos or one twos. I want to see one two three fours. I want to see moving off of that, throwing those back, those those power uppercuts off of the off of the lead hook. I want to see moving I want to see movement I want to see the in and out movement that he had against Jose Aldo before he knocked him out that's the shit I want to get back to seeing I haven't seen that I've seen flat-footed 
uh, telegraphing Conor McGregor in, in all his fights. When, even when he fought Floyd Mayweather, it was the same thing. Stand right in front of him and, and, and sit there and paw with the right hand and try to land left hands. That's, that's, uh, that's all his game has become. Um, I'd even like to see him shoot in a takedown and take Cowboy down. I want to see some wild shit. I want to see complete uh, 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 mixing up of this shit. That's what the fuck I want to see. Uh, I, I need to see elevation in his game, man. Uh, you go down to 155 pounds, that's where it's at. You got Dustin Poirier over down there that you could fight. Um, um, that's a, that's a rematch. That's a, that's a good fight for him. You got Gaethje. I think Gaethje beats his ass, but uh, that's still a fight that people want to see. Um, it's just more fights for him at 155 pounds. It makes no sense um, at 170. All it says is that he wants to stay at 170 and fight these guys that have been talking shit about him. And they're just trying to bait him. They're just trying to bait him. There's no way you're going to get a shot at Usman. You're not getting a title shot at 170 pounds. You wouldn't even beat... Uh, 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 Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington would smoke Conor McGregor. Take him down, beat him the fuck up, and even if he didn't, he'd keep those hands in, in Conor's face and, and wear his ass out within a round. You, you go watch that Usman versus fucking Kobe Covington. One of the I hate hate me some Kobe Covington. But damn, can that motherfucker scrap, and damn, does he have fucking cardio for days. Damn, does he have motherfucking heart. That was one of the best fights, uh, uh, title fights in Ever. It's up there. It's up there with, 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 with um, Rory McDonald versus uh, Robbie Lawler. That type of level shit. That was a fucking scrap. There's no way Conor McGregor lasts in that type of fight. No way. The pace was too fast. Uh, too much for him. Um, I'm going to, by the slightest of margins, I'm going to take Conor McGregor to win this fucking fight. I'll take Conor McGregor. I'd kind of I'd like to see Conor McGregor in the mix. I'd like to see him win. I'd like to see him shake shit up. I'd like him to get back to that 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 winning way and, and start making some interesting fights. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Um, I'm hoping it happens. Get out there, move, uh, mix things up, combinations. Keep your distance. Um, if you're if you're Cowboy Cerrone, mix in the takedowns. Wear his ass out. Put him up against the cage. Take him down. If he gets back up, fine. Put him back down. Uh, make him fight off takedowns. Conor McGregor has decent takedown defense. Make him at least fight off those takedowns. Make him wear out those arms early out in the first and second round. This thing gets to the third round. It's over. It's going to be Cowboy Cerrone. So, um, and like I said, I don't think that Conor, I'm contradicting myself here because I don't think Conor can knock anybody out at 170 pounds, but his only way to win it is to knock this dude out. I can see him landing a couple shots and maybe following him up and getting a little TKO victory out of this, but that's what it's going to have to be because uh, this is not going the distance by any means uh, one way or the motherfucking other. Um, so there's that. Um, let me save this shit before I lose it. Let me, let me get into some miscellaneous shit. I haven't gotten into some miscellaneous-ish talking. By the way, it is fucking 80 degrees in Dago Bitch, California. Where the fuck are you at? All you homies uh, dealing with that fucking winter weather. It, it's fucking chonies and chonclas out here. We are in a fucking yellowish, reddish, ass napkin advisory warning right now, homies. We got the ass naps out in January. The first week of motherfucking January. It's 80 degrees. It's motherfucking hot out there. It was 44 a low. I walk out this morning to, to, to fucking smoke some morning bowls. Uh... Before I found out about uh, uh, Mike McCarthy, and it was fucking toasty, homies. I, I fucking immediately, immediately uh, uh, got down into my fucking chonies, went upstairs, got the fucking murder champs, and just went, I'm straight murder champs and chonies. Right now, the fucking whitey tidies is out today, man. It, it, it's fucking wild, man. Uh, triple champ, triple champ, get this shit. Triple champ, birthday, two days away. The eighth, homie. 
two days away. The triple champ is one year old. How if y'all motherfuckers have been rocking with me for a while, y'all remember last year at this time, I came home from, from the birth. I think it was the next day. I can't remember if it was the same night or the next day. I think it was the next day. I think it was the ninth. I think it was the ninth. I came home the next day and did a podcast in the middle of the motherfucking night to announce the world, the triple champ. The triple champ is back. Uh, he, he's better than ever. He's getting stronger. He's not quite walking, but he's right there. Um, he's already he's doing triangles and arm bars before he's going to take his first step. It's, it, it's, it's fucking crazy, but he's kicking it. He's already a motherfucking year old, homies. That's how quickly this shit flies. Uh, the triple champ a year old, um, come tomorrow, uh, come two days, come Wednesday, so, uh, happy birthday to the motherfucking triple champ, I'll tell y'all, man, a year, a year of fatherhood, all you homies out there that are fathers, that's some trippy ass shit being, uh, you know, having the responsibility of uh, someone's life, it's, it's fucking crazy, like, me, me, this dude, I, I'm, I'm, I got to take care of a, a, a kid, a, a actual human being. It, it's fucking crazy. And the littlest shit when they, when they laugh, when they when they learn to stand, um, all that shit is just like a monumental moment in your life. It, it's fucking crazy. Like the littlest fucking things make you make you happy, make you smile. The little dude is a little monster, a little beast. Um, uh, all the pappies out there, man, y'all got my motherfucking respect. Anybody on the fence, your old ladies, you know, out there, you know, trying to get you to be, uh, you know, have a kid someday, or you're out there thinking I'll never have a kid. I was that dude. I was that dude. And and I'll tell you this, it'll change your motherfucking life. Um, and, and as long as it's something that you're prepared to do, um, not like some floozy um, that you met at, you know, Chili's or, or the fucking, you know, Applebee's bar or some shit during happy hour and knocked her up and she had a kid. That's a different story. And now you have a kid with some chick you don't know. That's 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 tough. But if it's somebody you, you have responsibly have a child with somebody that you can trust and that you love, um, it, it's a fucking amazing experience, man. If you can get past those first three, three and a half, four months, those first three and a half, four months, I was like, fuck this shit. I, I, I was... I was looking to see, you know, I was trying, if Craigslist, if they still had those personals, I was going to, you know, put ads for somebody to come pick this motherfucker up. I mean, it was rough. But we made it through. After four months, it, 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 it was, it's been a breeze. Little homie's been doing his thing, and, and it, it's been a fucking hell of experience. So um, all the dads out there, all the moms out there, anybody, all the parents and shit out there, I got a newfound respect over this last year for all y'all motherfuckers. It's it's a bitch. It's difficult at times. Um, it's only getting started for me uh, when he starts talking and walking. It's a, you know a whole new set uh, of difficulties to deal with, but it, it's fun. The homie Ivanito, a uh, whiskey sick po- podcast listening extraordinaire, uh, has a has a youngster coming up in just a couple months. Your world is about to be rocked, young man completely rocked your life is going to completely change uh it's gonna suck uh suck uh mike mccarthy's shooter for a while but it will get better you will dig this shit um and so uh, just give you a little update on what's going around with the with the motherfucking triple champ and 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 his birthday coming up in the next couple of days so wish on wednesday wish the triple champ wherever the fuck you are take a minute from your day uh, uh, to wish the triple champ a happy one year birthday this coming Saturday is going to be his little extravaganza we're going to have a little fucking party that he'll never remember uh, he's going to be smashing cakes and shit he's going to do the whole nine yards let's get right into this man uh, this, this shit right here um, I, I saw this a couple days ago Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with Arby's card with an Arby's card now look 
this caught my attention because I had a roommate. And the homies who know me know this motherfucker. And I had a roommate. Uh, he, uh, how do you say it? This dude was on some shit. This homie uh, was, was faded all the time. He likes to drink those sparks from Four Locos and, and snort coke and, and take pills and, and smoke bowls and, and do the whole nine yards. And, and he, he just, you know, had some whack-ass job after whack-ass motherfucking job. He worked for his little brother in a hut that we had uh, doing some kind of whack-ass business uh, in our backyard in a hut that we had. This motherfucker couldn't pay the rent one time. And he tried to offer, my, it was my brother's pad. He actually bought the house and then he rented rooms to me and this homie. He tried one time to pay the fucking rent with coupons, with like Target coupons, like coupons you cut from the Sunday fucking paper. This motherfucker tried to pay his rent with coupons. That's when, that was the moment where we're like, this dude's gone off the motherfucking edge. Like, we're going to save 50 cents on fucking toilet paper, and that's going to pay for the motherfucking uh, uh, rent. Well, this dude's out here trying to get domed up. Uh, he, he, the first words right here. He tried to lure, lure beefcakes with the meats. A Missouri church leader allegedly tried to pay for sex on the gay hookup app Grinder with an Arby's card, according to a report. Now, who found out about this? Did somebody uh, turn this motherfucker in, in, into the authorities? Did, did, did he uh, um, fail to pay? I mean, how do you go, how do you get, how do you find this out? Like, did, did they, they, the police came to this shit? Like, this motherfucker is like, called a call for shoplifting or something? This motherfucker didn't pay me for, for, for doming him up? Like, how did that work? Did they both get fired? Just so many questions. Uh, using the handle DILF, DILF, for all you motherfuckers, his dad I'd like to fuck. Now, if you Google this man, uh, he looks he looks like Mike McCarthy in about 20 years. No bullshit now that I'm seeing this motherfucker. This motherfucker looks like the Dallas Cowboys head coach in 20 years. No bullshit. You give Mike McCarthy some gray hair and this is Mike McCarthy. This is Mike M motherfucking McCarthy. McCarthy, the DILF, dad I'd like to fuck, Barry Cole, a.k.a. Mike McCarthy, a.k.a. the Dallas Cowboys head coach, uh, uh, 57 years old. That sounds like Matt, like Mike McCarthy to me. Allegedly tried to bed hot college-age guys by offering to pay for gas, clothes, and roast beef sandwiches. Police told the Coke, the, the whatever Daily Express. Now, why were the police involved in this, man? If y'all selling dick, isn't that illegal too? The Church of Christ Elder, whatever the fuck that is, uh, who is also a professor at a nearby uh, university, Truman State University, was busted after a student reported reported him, and a cop went undercover to on the app, according to the paper. Pointer allegedly sent the officer a message saying he would love to have a sugar daddy relationship then offered to fill up his gas tank in exchange for sexual favors on December 3rd of this past year, according to the paper. If the younger guy was willing, Pointer said he might throw in an Arby's card. LOL. Instead, he was greeted by officers at the gas station where he tried to flee, according to the paper, with a fucking... He was pulled over a few blocks away, allegedly told police he was not doing anything with a minor. He was trying to help by offering gifts to men on the app. This motherfucker was seen running away with bags of Arby's roast beef sandwiches, homie. You imagine that shit? Or did he leave him on the seat? I don't know, but the evidence was collected. This motherfucker had the Arby's roast beef sandwich. Now, I ain't hating on no Arby's, Arby's at all. I'm not even hating on it as a form of payment because them shits is fucking bomb. Them beef and cheddars is a shit. Now, they skimp you a little bit on the beef. 
A little bit. They could they could give you a little bit more, but you put some of that little horsey sauce on there, that shit is motherfucking bomb. I'll put that up against this Chick-fil-A sandwich and, and, and that fucking Popeye sandwich any motherfucking day. I'll tell y'all motherfuckers, I had my first Chick-fil-A sandwich, uh, chicken sandwich the other day. That shit was trash. I don't know what the fuck all this little hoopla is a fucking about. I haven't had the Popeyes, but motherfuckers over here, you know, going back and forth that, you know, one's better than the other. I, I don't know how Popeyes couldn't make something better than that fucking Chick-fil-A sandwich. But this shit right here, this homie's fa- facing uh, prostitution. I guess these kids, I didn't know college kids were underage. Uh, I th- thought if they were of age, I, I don't know. Uh, but this dude's got suspended from his position. And um, he, he, he's got to find a new, the church, which was made homophobic. The Truman Show has since uh, suspended point, pointer. Uh, it was immediately clear, it wasn't immediately clear if he was still in his leadership role at the Church of Christ, which has made homophobic comments in the past. Ain't that a motherfucker. That's how it always is. The motherfuckers who, who are outspoken against gay people, uh, who, who hate fags, God hates fags, those people, they're all gay. They're all gay and in the closet. They're just scared to come out. Um, th- those people who, who act completely terrified of gay people, it's because they're gay. And they don't want to come to grips with it. You're not, th- that's what this, this, this group talking shit about gay people and their motherfucking leader is a gay dude on Grindr trying to hook up with dudes. That's how this shit works every fucking time. What else we got? Keep this shit moving along. This man, this man, this man, that's how this thing starts. This man actually thought injecting semen into his arm would cure his back pain. Google this dude. This dude got uh, some fucking swollen ass arm. This dude was injecting his own nut into his motherfucking arm. Now, Carson Wentz, I'm looking at you, motherfucker. Mr. Mr. Injured every fucking year. Mr. Mr. Get your thread count up. This motherfucker out here with 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 the thread count of a pair of shit stained see through whitey tidies. Uh, not to mention he wears the fucking piss hole around back. You Carson Wentz, I'm talking to you. Uh, uh, maybe you should try this. I don't know if you you've injected your 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 back because I remember you had back problems last year. You had a knee before that. Uh, maybe inject. Have you tried the semen approach, Carson Wentz? Maybe that can keep you healthy for an entire fucking season. Um, ask this man. I don't know. His 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 arm kind of blew up. Um, Sometimes we just can't, uh, uh, we can't comprehend what goes on inside their heads. A prime example in the case of a man in Ireland, of course it's Ireland, um, probably trains with Conor McGregor, thought injecting his own semen into his arm would cure his chronic back pain. Where did he get that idea? Was there, is there like a Reddit feed or some shit, a Reddit thread on there that he got this from? Uh, Doctors from the whatever health uh, in Dublin, 33-year-old man injected his own semen into a vein in his arm once a month for a fucking year and a half. 18 doses of nut. Where he got the idea uh, this will cure his back pain is unknown. He told the doctors that he had he devised the cure without any medical advice. The man eventually went to the hospital, but not because of his arm. Instead, he complained of severe sudden onset lower back pain that struck after he lifted a heavy steel object three days ago. During the examination, the doctor noticed his forearm was red and swollen and, of course, asked the man if he could explain why. This thing looks like he got stung by 1,500 bees. Like, his shit is swole the fuck up. He looks like he's got Popeye forearms. No bullshit. This shit is fucking bad. Sure enough... If you were injecting nut into your arm, are you are you confessing to that at the doctor's office? 
your arms are all swolled up. Would you just say I, I fucking had an allergic reaction or some shit? Or I don't even know what fucking happened here. You're going to tell him that you got nut in your arm? You've been putting nut in your arm? Sure enough, he told the doctor about the home remedy he had been self-administering for the past 18 months. He also admitted that for his most recent injection, he actually gave himself three doses of semen instead of one, injecting both in his vein and his muscle. Believe it or not, the patient opted, opted to leave the hospital without getting the semen drained from his arm. So it's just been sitting in his arm, homies. It's been sitting under his skin in his arm, just festering. As soon as his back pain improved, he was discharged. This was the first reported case. There's always a trailblazer. See? At least this guy is being innovative, Jerry Jones. He's being innovative. This is the first reported case of semen injections that's outside the box thinking for a problem he had. He thought outside the box, Jerry Jones. You needed to think outside the box. Take some notes from this man here. It didn't work out for him, but at least he tried something unorthodox. He didn't go to Mike McCarthy as their motherfucking coach, you asshole. Uh, the doctors wrote in a case study titled Seemingly Harmless. Get what they did there? Seemingly Harmless Back Pain. Uh, the lesson here is that it's never safe to inject yourself with anything that you aren't trained to do so, especially when something has no reason for being injected in there. This motherfucker is all kinds of fucked up in the game. I applaud him, though, for trying to think outside of the motherfucking box, something the Dallas Cowboys failed to fucking do year in and year out for 25 fucking seasons. Uh, maybe... Just maybe we need to contact this motherfucker and see if he has any football knowledge and maybe we can get him on uh, Coach Mike McCarthy's staff because I like where his head is headed. It didn't work out, but fuck it, he tried it. Sometimes it's risk versus reward, you know, and it bit him in the ass, but at least he tried something new. I got one more for y'all motherfuckers before I get the fuck out of here. This motherfucker guy is on some ancient aliens ass shit. I don't know what the hell this guy on. Texas man admits to kidnapping 79 people with the intent and the purpose for such kidnappings to anally probe them while disguised as an alien. Now, if y'all remember a couple, uh, maybe last summer I put y'all on, I can't even remember the name of the fucking uh, documentary. It's on Netflix where this guy was like kidnapping this little girl and then he was like playing like uh, alien sounds and shit and trying to make her uh, think that he was like some alien leader that was going to lead her to this fucking land and he was like fucking her. It was some weird ass shit and then the guy ended up, um, ended up um, sleeping with her mom smashed out her mom and then when her dad started figuring out what was going on got pissed off the homie seduced him and blew him in his fucking ride so he smashed out the mama he smashed out the papa and their little kid he smashed the whole motherfucking family and tried to pretend like he was a motherfucking alien so i don't know if this motherfucker uh, was copying copyright infringing upon this man right here who was pretending to be an alien to anally probe him i don't know who was who um who was copywriting infringing on who but uh, uh we got to get an investigation into that um but el paso texas my, my grandpappy used to live in grand in el paso i've been to el paso many times grimy ass motherfucking uh city uh, right on the border of, of juarez if you don't know what juarez is it's um it's TJ times 10 in griminess. It's, uh, you'll go to TJ and never come back. You'll be found with the, your fucking shooter cut, cut off, stuffed in your motherfucking mouth, hanging from a motherfucking tree. Uh, you would beg for that kind of treatment if you were in Juarez. Trust me on that. 
A man who was arrested by the FBI yesterday has confessed to kidnapping and sexually assaulting several dozen people while using costumes, drugs, and special effects. What's this guy's fucking CGI and some shit? This dude's uh, got the Game of Thrones CGI effects. Uh, 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 Kirk Cameron-ass motherfucker over here to have his victims believe. Steven Spielberg-ass motherfucker to have his victims believe they had been abducted by aliens. I have no idea how you pull that off. If a motherfucker was believing that shit... I ain't saying he deserved to be anally raped, but he kind of deserved to be anally raped. 73-year-old Arnold White was arrested after a joint investigation led by the FBI uh, originally originally interrogated about four crimes committed in the region in the 1990s. So this motherfucker was doing this way before. Uh, uh, The retired trucker confessed to a total of 79 kidnappings across California, Nevada, New Mexico, and Texas over a period of 40 years. This motherfucker has been doing the damn thing. Another innovative dude who over the course of 40 years was forced to innovate and adapt to the changing times. He's, he's doing this over 40 years, Jerry Jones, showing that he can consistently keep up with the times and reinvent his motherfucking self. Unlike you, unlike Garrett, unlike McCarthy, lest I digress. Mr. White confessed to using a mix of hallucinatory drugs. Okay, there it is. There it is. Okay, okay, okay. So these people weren't just fucking stupid. Uh, they, were, they were being drugged, containing LSD and PCP to subdue his victims before approaching them and carrying them inside uh, his truck to assault them. In order to confuse his victims even more, he had set up inside of his truck, uh, he had a setup. Uh, to look like an operating room and wear an alien costume. Now, where the fuck did he get that shit? Something that looks real? Is these fucking Halloween uh, depot stores or some shit? FBI spokesman Daryl Johnson described the abuse and accused afflicted his victims as extremely disturbing. He would insert fingers and objects into their various body cavities. Uh, that's their, uh, their booty holes. Uh, he, he was shoving shit up their ass, homie. Um... Uh, which, which is what uh, Jerry Jones does to me every motherfucking year. Uh, he had even created his own sex toys designed to look like alien tools. He's got alien fucking uh, uh, dildos, strap-ons. He, he, he's motherfucking um, shoving shit up dudes' asses on some fucking Oscar De La Hoya type shit. You remember Oscar in, 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 in his kitchen? Uh, last year, having girls shove shit up his ass. Remember, he was sticking spatulas up his ass and, and, and fucking whisks and shit. Remember that? That was just last year. This dude's on that shit. Uh, according to Mr. Johnson, most of his victims were were loners and marginals uh, on the out front, outside on the the fringe of society. I'm guessing a fact that helped Mr. White evade rest. Uh, he chose victims who were gullible and might fall for his trap. Several of his victims were actual UFO investigators who found hanging around Area 51. This motherfucker went to Area 51, kicked some game at some motherfuckers that were hanging out at the local diner down the street, and, and, and fucking then turned into a fucking rape them. Now I'm not gonna say these motherfuckers deserved to be raped. Well, I'm kind of going to say that they deserve to be motherfucking raped. Arnold White now faces a total of 347 charges, including several charges of kidnapping, aggravated sexual assault by use of drugs, oral copulation, anesthesia, controlled substance, assault with intent to commit sexual offense, a possession of control. He faced a term of more than 382 years in prison. He is denied bail. My God, homies, that's what this world has come to. Um, I'm not going to condone what this motherfucking did. 
but over 40 years to adapt to the changing times. Think, think of how much has changed in 40 years. Internet, cell phones, all sorts of shit. And this motherfucker adapted like it was nothing and continued to rape motherfuckers, continued probably using the same uh, E.T. Uh, mask that he used in, in, in the 60s, um, still using it to this day. Um, he adapted Jerry Jones. He innovated Jerry Jones. He, he embraced change Jerry Jones, something that Jerry Jones wasn't, didn't want to do. Maybe we're calling this guy up, setting up a little uh, meeting in prison, trying to see how he was able to uh, change over these course of these years and, and maintain the prolific raping that this guy was, was doing for, for, for that 79. He probably kept track to have a number like that. 70, that's an exact number. That's not like 80, uh, something like 40. No, he said 79 motherfucking victims. Uh, all you homies hanging around, you know, the, the, the UFO diner outside of Area 51. You know anybody hanging out there. You know all these motherfuckers a couple years ago where um, last year these motherfuckers were going to go and storm Area 51 and try to take it over so they could learn the secrets and shit. I guarantee this motherfucker was waiting for y'all. This motherfucker was waiting with his little his little uh, uh, Walt White uh, little mobile trailer uh, meth lab little little fuck lab that he had waiting for all you motherfuckers like like, like John McCarthy on Thanksgiving just salivating waiting for you motherfuckers. Um, so, anyways, he's behind bars. Any of y'all motherfuckers still into you know ancient aliens and all that shit? Rest easy. You can sleep at night. This motherfucker ain't out on the prowl no more. Old ass, dusty ass looking ass motherfucker. If I had to say something, uh, if you Google him, tell me he don't look like Jerry Jones. Tell me he don't look like Jerry Jones. It looks exactly like Jerry Jones. It looks like Jerry Jones in about six years. Um, but fuck it. That's that's what I got for y'all motherfuckers. Episode number 94, we're, we're rocking into the new year. Um, this, this podcast started, we're going close to three years. I think we started it in May, April. We did some test runs in April of 2017. So we're coming up on the three-year anniversary. I think the first one dropped in May of 2017. So we're approaching three years of this shit. It ain't going nowhere. We're into a new decade with this shit. 2020 type shit. We still motherfucking rocking. We got the 100th episode. This is number 94. So we got the 100th episode coming up soon. I got to figure out what I'm going to do for that. Uh, Triple Champ is a year old in two motherfucking days. Um, shit's rolling. Hope y'all motherfuckers got your little... Uh your little New Year's resolutions in order. You're going to stick to them. Hopefully one of them is to uh, rock with your boy Moody Hank Seth Gecko for, for another fucking year. Tell your homies to tell their motherfucking homies. Uh, until then, I'm going to go wallow in my own uh, uh, um, despair. Uh, it's tragic what I've been going through. It's been a roller coaster all year long. Uh, all you people who've been rocking with me since the NFL season, you remember if you go back to, to, to the September shows, you see how... Um, energetic I was how how hopeful how optimistic I was during that time and now you hear me now and it's, it's completely night and day I, I'm a defeated beaten down motherfucking man uh my pelicans ain't shit even though my pelicans have won six of the last eight they won four in a row at one point uh they're starting to turn the corner Zion's looking like he's gonna come back out here in a minute um so I'm not I'm not completely giving up on them I think they're like four games out of the eighth seed Crazy how the West, how the NBA, the, the, the Western Conference has now become the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is kind of, I don't think any of their uh, uh, playoff seeds right now are, are under 500. Maybe one is under 500. I think two in the Western Conference are under 500, and they're only like four games ahead of my Pelicans. We only have 13 wins. We're like 13 and 24 right now. Uh, so Pelicans aren't, aren't out of it. Don't let us sneak in this motherfucking playoffs. We will beat 
Oh, Gecko, here you go again. It's New Year, and here you are again uh, making another wild-ass Pelican. You goddamn right I am. The Pelicans get Zion back, and we sneak into that AC. We are going to beat the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round of the motherfucking playoffs. You heard it here fucking first. Anyways, Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank, episode number 94, 2020, and I'm out, motherfuckers. We creep loud towns, don't play me, approach these fiends, it don't take me More than four bar six, you need split your seams, spit you seen the rhymes I kick that from the ish that timely wit Roll you back up, bows and blast us underneath the seat, the heat is packed Full clip, pull it, two hits gone, too lit, too sick, you guess wrong You bet on that other shit, fuck you when that rubber ripped up, down, pull it out Finish what I barely started, very odd, I'm fairly hard from what I've heard these bitches say Bitch is what pussy was, right before it's fucked Life is such and much the same, I'll kindly fucking bust the same Time is up, I must refrain these stains, you can't just wipe them off you tap it, might withdraw enough to keep this game alive Tame aside, stakes will rise, I may just ride and live for it I may just try and lift this shit, breaking pride to grip a bit It may just slide an inch, but it's the one you need to keep her pleased Deeper we go, she won't breathe, but she gon' see the life I bring Every verse on every word and never swerved off track again First to finish, last to win, backs again against the wall Ride my way out, time to lay down, ride away now No escape found, ain't the same how I get down Ride the lows and hide the safe route any day now I'll explode, hold you chosen, you don't look down Tightrope found, spot the land, cannot withstand the heights we'll see Break their arms Die to reach, ain't that far, can't lie to me Loud sounds, 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 loud sounds Bright lights all around, time's right, calm me down Might shine, not sound, on the ground, no thoughts allowed to cross your mind, no time to spare Lost the fine line, rhymes is rare, try not to stare, I'll lie to you Sold the dub and turned the key, that open doors, I earned a peek at what's inside, no fucks of mine will give to of its own I'll piss on you, it's so Cliche, we may take your crown, appreciate he hates, take a bow Keep saying, please make your way down, freeway, please stay straight, I found A spot to drop these ladies off and find the bitches where they at Find the witness, where that ass found my shit is there I ask where I fit in, bear I win and there's just inches left to take Bet my fate and blow the winning, slowly spinning, tables turn Bright lights, bright lights, bright lights, bright lights Try to stay wide awake, the lights will fade It's my mistake, your eyes will play Tricks and shit is not a game that flipped the script The plot was fame, it's not the same My thoughts have changed, my shots have aimed at Sally Mae I'll be waiting in the alleyway Pop that bitch and validate My parking stalking Mary Jane Hit that shit, it's game we play Then gone, I'm on my merry way Then bought on soul, I'm barely late It's rare, it's fate, I'm there to stay No cares today, I sold my soul But yesterday, so fuck tomorrow My time is now, if we catch up I'ma step up and a mile away So get fucked, I'll try to say What crossed my mind, I lost my nine Panic dip, wreck the prince But seems I left my thoughts behind The scene is fresh, just press rewind Loud sounds, bright lights, loud sounds, bright lights, loud sounds, bright lights, loud sounds, bright lights. Time is now, it's getting close, it's time around, you go for broke. When you hear those loud sounds, when you hear those loud sounds, time is right, we'll run a hot. All your life is what you ride. When you see those bright lights, when you see those bright lights, show me love, throw it up, take a hit and throw it up. Showing up, going up, gave a shit, won't give a fuck.